on WhatsApp number plus 234-9033-00001. 4. Visit my MTN NG app. Or 5. Visit www.mtn.ng. If you don't have a national identification number, just walk into any MTN store or NIMSI center near you or visit the MTN website to book an appointment. What are we doing today? There's a new cuisine in town. A glass of wine, a cup of coffee, and if you're like me, a glass of smoothie. With Signals, served on Lagos Talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10 a.m. Your mind will dream again. Signals on 91.3 Lagos Shocks. My name is Adeomi Oshodi. And then we go straight to Signals Business where we pitch and sell in 30 seconds your name, your location, what do you sell, what's unique, what's special about your product, your service, and how can we reach you. Please, if you have called before, especially Mr. Victor, don't call let other people call. Because the numbers to call is 015151913. 0809-234-5913. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name or where you calling us from? My name is Betty. I'm calling from Aja. <laughs> you? Okay. <laughs> okay. What are you selling to us? What's up? What should be? Don't look for my job, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, quickly, quickly. <laughs> Before I'll soon bring you. Okay. Yes, um, you want um, solar installation, uh, maintenance and repair. I also buy these uh, condemned inverter batteries. And also, if you have issues with your house, maybe your gate, your house is not totally exit. I'm going to come and do a proper genetic for you. So how can and, we uh, reach you? My phone number is, yes, my number is 0 3972 <laughs> Thank you. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Your name or where are you calling us from? Yeah, you have Nuko Plus. Live from Ladder Bowman Market. Nuko Plus deal with uh, Honda, Stepas, Toyota, Stepas, as well as Japanese concern. My number is 080-368-11027. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Please reduce the volume of your radio set. Okay, I've done that. Go ahead, please. All right. This is Good Motive Store. And on Good Motive Store, we sell free-to-air supply dish and decoders where you will not be paying monthly subscription or even yearly subscription to the all of those channels. Contact me on this number, 080 
Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Your name this is John Anisio. Yeah, I'm calling on behalf of deceased furniture and decorations. We are into furnishing. We take over everything furnishing the house and decorate. On the anything furniture, our address is at Okombolo. Our WhatsApp number is zero eight zero six two four nine. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name or where you calling us from? My name is Chimezie Enetrika from Surrede. I thought anything that you need to do, installation of prepared meter, metering, bond bar, copper wire. And original breakers can contact me on 080 3875 3212. Thank you. Wow. Signals Business on 91.3. What's in our business? Your name, your location, what do you sell? What's unique or special about your product, your service? And how can we reach you? Your WhatsApp line. Please, I want women to call. I've had the first five minutes with men. So if you have yeah, a woman, if you're a man and you want to sell on behalf of your spouse, please call us 0091913913 or 0151519130 or 0151509130. Signals business where we pitch and sell in 30 seconds. 0092345913 or 0091913913. 009 Have you been disconnected because you didn't link your national identification number to your MTN number? Don't worry. If you already have your NIN, here are five ways to reconnect. 1. Dial star 785 hash. 2. Text your national identification number NIN to 785. 3. Chat with Ziggy on WhatsApp number plus 234-9033-000001. 4. Visit my MTN NG app. Or 5. Visit www.mtn.ng. If you don't have a national identification number, just walk into any MTN store or NIMSI center near you or visit the MTN website to book an appointment. What are we doing today? Signals on it's 1.3. Signals business. So we name your location. What do you sell? What's unique about your business? And how can we reach you? Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Your name or where you're calling us from? Okay, my name is Samuel from Anisos, Mills. Go ahead. Okay, we are located at Bagada Marina, Naja. We are a cleaning and fumigation company. So you can reach us on on our WhatsApp number 090-5888-5509. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we just my name, my name is Raya. Okay. I'm calling from the Dam What are we selling? Okay, I sell duvet, bed sheets, 
I own chairs, bed. I do make organic soap and cream, body cream, and also perfume. So how the number to contact is zero eight one. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Call us back 0092345913 or 0151519113. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Call us back zero zero nine two three four five nine one three or zero eight zero nine one nine one three nine one three zero one five one five one nine one three or zero one five one five zero nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name where you calling us from? Yes, my name is Tugas. I'm calling from Sulere. What are we selling? Okay, no, I'm a car dealer. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I, I source, people are source selling of cars to me. Okay. So I have them sell, especially in Nigeria. I have the marketplace where I sell this quickly. So mm-hmm. my telephone number is 080-99-586805. Thank you. Signals Business, your name, your location, what did you sell, what's unique about your business, and how can we reach you? Your WhatsApp line is fine. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. My name is Kazim from Kinsu. Kazim, please reduce the volume of your radio sets. My name is, my name is Kazim from Kinsu. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to sew many I saw trousers, I saw shirts, everything, of, any kind of material you want to show. My location is at Kisu, number 12. How can we reach your number? My, my WhatsApp number is 070 Thank you. Good morning. Call us back 009 We have two minutes to go, so please call us 009-191-3913. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Please speak up. Hello. I can hear you. Speak up. Okay, okay. Uh, My name is Richard. Okay, Richard from where? Okay. Okay. We are into production of cosmetics. Go ahead. 
Signals business or repeat sell in 30 seconds. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name, where are you calling us from? My name is Angel. Calling from Malabad. Okay. Uh, we are into uh, a barbecue and a catering. We make cake and uh, we also deliver. And uh, the barbecue, if you order for it, you can deliver to your doorstep. Uh, okay, so how can we reach you? Uh, uh, my, no, my number is 090 Thank you. And that's it for Signals Business. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Didn't link your national identification number to your MTN number? Don't worry. If you already have your NIN, here are five ways to reconnect. One, dial star 785 hash. Two, text your national identification number NIN to 785. Three, chat with Ziggy on WhatsApp number plus 234-9003-000001. Four, visit my MTN NG app. Or five, visit www.mtn.ng. If you don't have a national identification number, just walk into any MTN store or Nisi Center near you or visit the MTN website to book an appointment. What are we doing today? We all have stories to tell, but we definitely tell it differently. The high notes, the low notes, emphasis and effects that can help with the purgation that we so desire. Communication is easy but complex. It is not as simple as saying, Hello, my name is this. I am young and cerebral. It was why we all had different versions of that historic football match of the Super Eagles versus India and believed one version over the other. What's your story? Let's tell it. As convincing as you want it. Is it a product or a service? Let's help you sell it to the segment that needs it. We are a generation of innovators. Ours is to thrive, proffering solutions to the demand of sales and marketing. We are young and we are cerebral. We've spent years mastering the practice involved in media strategy and consulting, publicity and public relations, business promotions, business development and digital marketing. We have mastered the art of what we do. We listen, we curate, we consult and we deliver. Young and Cerebral is a round-the-clock media company that will help you thrive every second. Contact us. Call 081-330-38749 or 080-697-45260. You can email us with contact at youngcerebral.com or visit our website on www.youngcerebral.com. Young and Cerebral. Thriving with Solutions. There 
Well, it's signals and it's 1.3. Signals business will continue next week, Saturday. Uh, well, this morning we're looking 2023 elections, fact checking, and fake news. I have with me, it's me that wants to look for trouble, though. so I'm intentionally playing fire on the mountain because <laughs> I'm about to go through. Um, let's see what happens. Um, is the media and is a media and communication enthusiast with over eight years of experience? I've had him before, but this time around we're looking at 2023 elections. <clears throat> Wes <coughs> now um, is also one of the ingenious fact checkers in Africa. Presently, is the editor of the Fact Check Desk at the Cable NG, reputable and respected online news platform. Uh, I have with me the profile is plenty, but I've picked the two things I want to pick. Uh, I have with me Larry. Olagunju, welcome to Signals. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yes, so we're talking 2023 elections, fact check, and um, fake news. There's been this. Um, is, okay, so it was on his own journey when I went to go look for him and <laughs> said, so, let's talk. And um, it's been a lot of 2023 election is coming up in about. This is. This is, of course, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. February, we decide the president we want to have. And there's been a lot of, um, how do I put it, standing on all protocols. Uh, There's been a lot of um, arguments. There's been a lot of banter. People have been accused. People have been cancelled. Just so that um, we have the obedience, we have the articulators, we have the bats. And it's been a back and forth. People want, people are tired, people want new governance. But even at that, um, I remember that I posted something on my WhatsApp status and I, I remember somebody calling me and saying that you people's obedience used to lie a lot. I said, eh, okay, I've had two to three people say that. I'm like, okay. And then for some people, they're saying whether it lies or not, they shall want him. And for some other people, it's, they have to, they call it Amari Bati. See, there's a lot of, a lot of. <laughs> It's almost as if the elections is is going to be um, the older generation versus the younger generation. What are your thoughts on it? Well, um, <laughs> like you said, like I just said, fire on the mountain. <laughs> I, I hope that um, this fire you know, will be quenched out early enough. Mm. Um, but 2023 is, um, is going to be here very soon and the elections, you know, the pickup elections are already here. Mm. Um, like you said, it seemed that it might be um, a battle between the younger and the older generation. And I say that shouldn't be the angle that we should come from. I think there has to be a synergy. You know, we really have to come together. Um, and like we were discussing before we came on here, Nigeria has to win. Yeah, for yeah. me, I, I, <laughs> Nigeria has to win. Whether yes. that is, Nigeria has to win. But what gets to me, and I think it was um, the last uh, um, the last primary elections by the APC, APC primaries, I wanted... I, personal opinion mm-hmm. i wanted um vice president to yes, win sure. right i was really rooting and then here comes um Ashwaju. everybody knew that Ashwaju was going to win but at some point i was having a conversation with someone i said you know what i felt pained i was hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> i i don't like to get into politics but i was really hurt i was hurt <laughs> like it's raining but it's painful but yet what i realized is nigeria will get what it wants and when i said that to someone people was like why why did i say that i said see um 
every time when stuff doesn't go right their vested interest now my challenge is when would we as the country become one as against vested interest that's a very very big question when are we going to really become one yes and um from the history of this country most times we are seen as as, as a divided people people who and i think at, at this point in time um politically and with, with the issue of ethnic issues we have been the most divided right now but for the sake of winning for our country for the sake of ensuring that i'm getting older <laughs> you have plenty grace i said i have in mind and i wonder how and then it, it worries me that um we're all getting older mm. what when is that nigerian dream going to materialize true you know um the older generations are giving up already many of them have given up already and then the young Nigerians who think that yes, we are going to see change yeah, in our lives. Here comes the <laughs> And then we, we know we know how what happened during that um, Sorosoke and SARS um, movement and all that. And now we are here, but I think we have an opportunity right now to actually come together and ensure that we make a good case for our nation. Hmm. You know, so it's never it's not as in, it's not because you are Igbo or Yoruba or you are Muslim or you are Christian at this point in time. We need to see beyond that because those who have been affecting, those who have been you know marginalized you know those who have actually you know put us in this situation we have bad people among us christians among true Muslims, true true among you very you know when these guys loot the funds the they loot it as a nigeria say, hey mr ibo take this no. the full guys will take this mm. and then when we also go to the market to buy things there's no different prices mm. when you go to the shopping mall there's no different price for your bad person for evil person and so that's why we really need to save our country at this point and this bleeding has to stop we need to come together and ensure that um yes we have we have few names already you wanted a particular candidate yeah you make it to this particular round <laughs> <laughs> yes it was painful but that's the reality that's the reality maybe our generation will now go back and get engaged more mm. and they've called us a social media generation and that we are just all sitting in a room typing maybe we now need to do more and come you know, out come out with strategies engage at the grassroots being engaged really and then maybe in in another four years we'll have a real we'll stand a better chance and that's 2027 right, but right now this is what we have and we have to manage it well um so before we even go to 2027 there, there's been a lot of um fake news what are your thoughts on fake news wow fake news is a huge one okay and many people like to think that fake news just started mm-hmm. or misinformation or disinformation as we journalists like to call it um but let me first of all make a clarification. Uh, mm. We have a misinformation, we have disinformation, and we have malinformation. <laughs> I'm taking the class now, right? <laughs> it's all right. Let's go. So that you know, the, the truth is, if people don't get educated on yeah. what fake news is about, yeah. we'll keep arguing each other, we'll keep hurting each other. Let's know what the truth is. True. But tell us more. So for misinformation, there's no original intention mm. to mislead. <laughs> so let me paint a very practical example. Say your grandma sends you. A broadcast uh, message oh, of something that happened maybe six months ago. Oh, there's a tanker, there's an accident along I'm, I'm, I'm so leery. You know, please avoid that route right now. And then this happened like six, six months, months ago. ago. But grandma just saw it that evening and she said, Ah, my, my children, my daughter, have my, my kids are on the way. Let me send it to them. She didn't have any intention to mislead you. Mm-mm. There was no harm in doing that. You know, a good example also is during the um, COVID 19. Um, pandemic and people were saying take ginger take this take that yes some said it worked for them 
medical medical science medical science also came scientists came up with the, with the fact and what people should do but people also went overboard yes and gave a lot of unreasonable things <laughs> do they really have the intention to mislead no no so that is misinformation okay but when it comes to disinformation i like to use that d to say it's deliberate okay deliberate yes, it's deliberate <laughs> I want to ensure that <laughs> you take a decision based on this falsehood that I'm preaching to you, that I'm pushing to you. So there's a deliberate attempt, you know. So when 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 you say, for instance, that um, the GDP of um, Nigeria is so so and so and so, mm. and truthfully, there's no record, there's no fact to buttress that. But because you want your administration to look good, mm. because <laughs> you want them to see you as um, Mr. Integrity or the one who has been able to solve a lot of problems, then in that case, you are consciously misleading people that's disinformation then malinformation is when you do things say things write things libelous things you know to malign someone's reputation or personality that's also intention that is even huge and the law has its place for that you know okay so we can forgive our grandmas Uh, well we can forgive them but the truth also is that there are consequences for those things um misinformation has real life consequences in fact sometimes i like to say life-threatening consequences Mm. So, let me give you an example. You're taking a flight from Lagos to Abuja. And then your pilot, for instance, is following a fake weather forecast. Ha. Huh. Okay, you say ha. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm. Whether it is in de- whether you got in, um, information, by misinformation or disinformation, there's going to be a consequence for that. Because people's lives are stick. Yeah, if a doctor is supposed to give you 5 milligrams of a particular drug and they give you 50 milligrams, Okay. Okay, fine. Rest so in peace. This information has huge consequences. You know, you see how people, you know, go on social media to say somebody's raising funds. There's this particular recent story of this Alexandra lady. I'm not sure if you have seen. Mm. You know, it was on YouTube, it was on Google, and they said she shared. There's a video where she, she, she says that um, I have cancer. The mm. doctor says I will die. Please, we need to raise money and. Nothing was wrong with her. About, I don't even know if I've not been if not been able to find out if nothing was wrong with her really. So the chances are that that video might be a video of something that happened to a particular person that got into wrong hands and then now they are using it to raise funds. Hmm. The possibility. Okay. However, a lot of money has been raised. Thousands of dollars. And we realize that it's not actually going to any person who has cancer. Wow. It's just a scam. You know, so those are life, those are real-time consequences, and it affects other people. Affect people. I'm sure you remember during the um, Ebola crisis when they said people should have their bad tweets. Is it hot water, salt, and pepper? <laughs> no, confess, did you do it? <laughs> do what? <laughs> I like cold water. And people had, you know, eat bones, bones. People, had rashes, people had. So there are consequences when we share misinformation. Okay, so you've you've, you've told us about deliberate misinformation, misleading information, and mal malinformation. Now, here's the thing. Where is the root of all of this? Is it that sometimes people just sit down and say they want to cook up a not-so-good story? Just sit down and... You know, people write well. Yeah. It's so it's so funny that people write so well on Facebook, yeah. on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Yeah. And you're wondering, which can you believe? Now, here leads me to the fact-checking. What exactly is fact-checking? Okay, and um, that's two questions in one. Um, let me quickly answer the first leg of your question. Yeah. Why are people sharing this information? Yes. Because we're having of information overload. Number one, political reasons. Okay. 2023. Aha. Okay. <laughs> political reasons. Mm. If I want to look good, 
and if I want my opposition or the uh, the other candidates to look bad, so I can credit myself, overcredit myself, and discredit others, or you can cook up lies, propaganda, so for political reasons. There is also an economic reason. <laughs> so people want to read sensational headlines, and then you click on the headline, you see that the story has even nothing to do with this. I don't like that thing. Uh, or, or you say you see you see, and this is sad. You see people who have died on social media. Mm. So so is dead. And then they come back hours later to say that is not true. Why did they do that? Traffic. Yeah, clickbait. Clickbait. You go to that website, thousands of people are going to that website in that short period of time. So they make money from that. <laughs> Our bloggers. There's also something we have discovered. As fact checkers, you realize that a lot of Facebook accounts are built with fake news to gather more followership, to gather followers, to gather likes. And as the elections are coming closer, then they will sell that account. Yeah. So you change the name of your account. And then you sell it to maybe a political party, maybe you are batified or you are obedient or, or you are articulator. Then you sell to, to to that campaign and then they begin to share political content. But it might take usually someone to grow that account for like say six months and in space of maybe a month or two months because of misinformation that they are sharing people are rushing there and they are clicking like to get updates but the bulk of what they are sharing is fake so there's a political reason like i mentioned there's an economic part to it then sometimes people want to be famous <laughs> yes i asked myself this particular question two days ago when the particular audio in fact it was in yoruba language and the person was saying that um whatsapp is going to shut down very soon because um he is a amb- uh, whatsapp ambassador and that's okay must share this video so myself and my team members were asking ourselves it's not even asking for money it's not saying that people will die or something so why is he sharing this but he left his name he mentioned his name in that audio so maybe it's village people or community people say, uh-huh, we heard your, we heard your audio. The popularity. Why? What's up, ambassador? How? Popularity. Then sometimes because of anger. Okay. So if you're angry at the Nigerian government, you're mm. angry at the price of Gary Market. <laughs> it's enough to get people angry. <laughs> it's enough to be angry, anyways. Yeah. But you realize that because of that anger, when you're having conversations, misinformation is going to jump in. Yeah. You will say, yeah, but they promised us that there will be free education. Did they really promise you that in their campaign promises or their <laughs> policy? Um, policy. If you, you do have a policy tracker that says that this government will do that. You know, so when you're, when you're angry, when you're also anxious, anxiety, fear, like I mentioned, the Ebola crisis during COVID, people did all sorts, yes. you know, just to stay alive. So when there's anxiety, when there's anger, um, when people want to get famous, when you want to make money, when you want to get political relevance, those are some of the reasons why people share misinformation. Now, l- let's touch on political relevance. And for campaign is starting September 28th. I, I know it's September. Mm. How should people fact check from promises? You know, people can make promises. Again, yeah. for political relevance. Yeah. And people are going to touch. It's very good that history is back in classes. But again, we're teaching history. That's its question. And how long are we going to see the effect? Yes. And... Um, and how should people fact check? Because campaign is going to start. Everybody's going to say very, very laudable and nice things about their their um, aspirants. What should people look out for? Because it's very important that because you talked about emotions, people's emotions are high. They want yeah. to see good governance. How then are they able to fact check those informations? 
Okay, so um, as individuals, we need to question, you know, what public office holders say. Nigerian public office holders. They will tell you that you should not question the elders. <laughs> are, are you not well, in Nigeria? Gone are those days when you don't question the elders anymore. Uh, anyway, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter children. <laughs> but again, they've called us Twitter children. They've called them. They've said that we are the um, social media generation. But that time when people just dump information on it's people, over. that period is really over. Hmm. People are asking questions. If you see four year old, five year old, they are asking ah, those, those, those. Those were not Gen A, Gen Z is. And that reality, that consciousness needs to come into the season where the elections are, the campaigns are going to be here. Hmm. So uh, we at the cable as an organization, as a news um, platform, we understand that um, journalism has to be for public interest. Objectivity. It has to be the truth. But do we want the truth? We have to be fair. Do we want to be fair? We have to be balanced. How do we want to be balanced? <laughs> now, you, if you don't, if you don't put all of these um, 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 key points together, this like I mentioned, you're going to have issues with the quality of conversations that you'll be having, even in the campaign. Hmm. And the quality of those conversations is what is really going to stop this country from this bleeding, and ensuring that we stand a better chance of reviving our country because it's almost like we don't have a country anymore yes but the quality of our conversations is cogent is important and if all we are talking about are things that are based on fake misinformation we are lying to ourselves some people are somewhere cashing out on our ignorance yes and so they'll push you to talk about things that are not very important why they are focusing on their own particular so media agencies have a role to play you know as individuals we need to be very conscious so we are Tracking policies as the campaigns when they when they start dishing out their manifestos, we are filing them. I'm waiting. People say because you are fact checking, you're fighting politicians. It's not true. I'm not, and again, one of the qualities of being a fact checker. Because I was about to ask you, what are the <laughs> five W's and H important for fact checking? It's not about fighting politicians. It's about the claim. Okay, making sure that the claims are right. Yes. So it's not you, sir. Because sometimes they even come for us on social media, they, they make rejoinders. I don't think it's really necessary. Let's face those claims. You said you have brought 5 million people out of poverty. Can we have empirical data? But you know point? we don't have data. Uh, let's come back to that. That data problem is another issue in time. <laughs> okay. But let me even face this issue of the quality of our conversations and fake news in the elections. It's very, very important. So we are filing policy. We are, when they start making their promises, we are filing them. And then if you say you're going to make um, complete this bridge in six months, so in six months' time, we're going to say, Mr. Governor, um, we have not seen bridge. You know, and that's very, very important. And that's okay. how to have healthy, real-time conversations. And then you have to be balanced. You have to call, Mr. Governor, is there anything? Mm-hmm. Or is it that um, something happened that you did not see? No. So when we are providing that report, it's balanced, you know? So... The quality of our conversation must be very important. Let's focus on the real things and let's ensure that um, we have a mind that is inquisitive. If, when they are talking, right? Maybe because I'm a journalist or a fact checker, when you're talking to me and you just mention one data, something moves inside me. But, ah, this thing this person has said. Then immediately, you know, my, I'm going on Google, I'm checking Check data, in. I'm calling an expert. Hmm. So if you, if, you, if you say something in the health in the health sector right now, I'm calling the doctor right away. 
and say, is it possible for you to use um, so-so and so to cure this? You know, if you say that um, you have done this, um, you have been able to save so-so and so billions of dollars, you want to ask people, no, that's the truth. We need to start asking questions. And those are the kind of conversations that we need to have. I, I like the fact that you're saying we need to start asking questions, but you know, for somebody who wants to win a seat, they're going to make so many promises that they sometimes will forget that they have made those promises, right? And 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 look at let's look at grassroots for example. If you make promises to these older women, to these old men, they will hold on to it. And if they don't see it, you still come back again. How then do we educate them that okay, daddy or mommy, when they are coming to come and give promises, ask them is it true? Because they're going, they're not going to come to for 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 um, an aspirant who is making promises. Larry, you know that you're a fact checker. The village, the, the market woman is not a fact checker, right? They would only send their, their lodgers to go and meet them and tell them, oh, it, oh, this is what you're going to do. How then are they able to fact check? Interesting. Fantastic angle. Fantastic question. So I'll give you a practical example from the work that we do. Yes. When we write our fact check, we also translate them in local language. Okay. We write in local language <laughs> and voice it in local languages. <laughs> Okay. So this is serious business. It's serious work. We need to stop this misinformation. So we are hoping we are hoping that the market woman can also hear that our local government chairman promised her this. And he didn't do it. And it is time already. In fact, we have given him three months. We have written a letter to his office and he's there to give us quality feedback based mm. on that promise. And she can listen to it in Yoruba. Okay. Or in Igbo or in Aosa language. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. So if because they are the they are they are almost like the easy target. Yes, they are not on Twitter. They're not on Twitter. They're not on Facebook. They're maybe they can be on Facebook, but <laughs> because it's sometimes I I have um I have somebody who sends me a lot of messages and I'm like these things are wrong, and <sighs> so that sense of inclusion. How do we include them? Yes, we have to include them, and that's what we are doing. So by the time we do that, and then many of this content had been shared on WhatsApp and Telegram yeah. as bro- at broadcast, so somebody's not saying share this thing to hundred people and then you <laughs> you wake up tomorrow morning and become a billionaire. Okay. Let us share the information that concerns the road that leads to your market. Hmm. Okay. Let's share details about the hospital, the prices of the shops. You understand the modern market. And then when Grandma is sharing it to hundred people in the market. She knows. So we have a population of we have a, a, a citizens that are informed. informed. Until we get to that point, this you know, it's like a we against them right now. Yeah. <laughs> the class, they are going to keep having a few day based on our ignorance. So yes, we must track policies. We are doing that already, and then mm. um, by the time this administration is held, a lot of that will be held. Already, we are. Uh, uh, translating, uh, in fact, we, we translate them into other languages and do the voiceovers so you can get into the local communities where people, there's no way people don't go on Twitter. That sense of inclusion is very, very necessary very. because if you check how many what's the number of Nigerians that are actually on social media yeah. and are very active, you know, so that's very important. Imagine we're able to replicate that on a larger scale, you know, maybe media house is doing that, then we're going to have more inclusive. It signals on 91.3, we're talking 2023 elections, fact checking, fake news, be apologists. And um, if you have a question, call us, question call us on um, 009-234-5913. If you have, um, if you have some information and you'd, you'd like to clear it out, let's, let's clear a lot of our doubts. Um, Call us and, and let us know zero zero nine one nine one three nine one three 
Or send us a WhatsApp message 9 Now, um, there's this fight online. If you are accused, and these are for the obedience, if you are accused, if you see, <laughs> if you misunderstand about the obedience, people are coming to cancel you. What are your thoughts? Everybody is fighting and... I think this cancel culture thing is it working? Fire <laughs> on the mountain. Are we going to meet it in the board? Hold your thought a second. Hello, good morning. Uh, good, mo- good, good, good morning. Good morning. Your name or where are you calling us from? Uh, my name is Dennis Rankin. I'm calling from Papa. Go ahead. Please. Okay. Please, I uh, just want to ask you, you, you are talking about fake news. When the federal government is the originator of fake news, <laughs> there was a there was a lockdown, and the Minister of Finance mentioned millions of what the, the federal government has used to feed the school children. During the lockdown, there was no school, no, nothing. Is that not fake news from the... Are they not the originators? Mm. That is number one. Number two, if, so, if there is no work, somebody cannot just roam about and die. They will find me. They promise that they will do this. You say before before the the attorney ends, you will supposed to ask them. If they give you now that okay, this is August, and by December we will complete this bridge. Then by the next two months they start to say, ah, we don't know. It, it is not easy that we can, we will finish this project. So <laughs> they start. That means they have given you the excuse that by December or by uh, the time they put for for the public, they will not finish it. So they, that means you cannot ask them what. Because they have already come back to tell you, ah, we are, uh, we are sorry, uh, it is not feasible uh, that we can finish. So, what do you think it is the federal government that is the originator? Okay. The people who are bringing this cyber uh, uh, crime, all these things, is it not the federal government? Why don't they provide the work so that people can go to work? When you, are, when you go out in the morning for work, there is a little tendency that you will sit down to devise the crime. But when you don't have, you go around, they will tell you, go and come back, oh, we are sorry, we are we are not qualified. Because why is it too, too impossible for Nigeria to employ police or security forces up to 3 million or 5 million in a country of... Now, the politicians are in today's newspaper. Okay. All over, they say... The, the politicians, they are camping for protection. Now, after the protection, we already have about 150,000 guarding them out of about 450,000 police. Over Dennis. Over Dennis. Hello? Sir, um, so let's answer your question while we, so that we can allow other people. Is that fine? Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. He has a lot of questions. Too many. Fed- too many, too many for us to even answer. <laughs> now, federal government is saying the federal government is the originator of fake news. <laughs> they make a lot of promises. That's a huge claim. Yes. But let me let me look into it this way. Mm. Yes, the truth is that we've had cases whereby fake news even come from. Mm. Uh, in nineteen eighty-nine. Okay, I think you need to. <laughs> That's, oh yeah. In nineteen eighty-nine, for instance. The NTA, you know, <laughs> broadcasted the obituary of the first president of Nigeria, Namdi Azikiwe. Hmm. He was not dead. <laughs> Somebody so, should be fired. <laughs> so, 
that illustration just shows that fitness has always been here. Yeah. Government can also be a, play, a player. Mm. Journalists can also be a player by ignorance. Citizens, we all fall into that. You just retweet. So it's not enough to say only government. Yes, I understand that there's a huge trust deficit. Nigerians don't trust <clears throat> government. They don't trust political office holders. And that's because there's no clear track record. We don't trust them. We keep voting for them. Irony. <sighs> well, we're in a case whereby you have um, the devil and the devil you see. You have to vote. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let me leave that one at that, <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but you know, he has mentioned the fact that um, employment will reduce fake news. I'm not sure it will. Hmm. Education will. Okay. You have people who are... I see still on strike. You understand? You have people who are well-educated and still do things and then still follow materials on social media that doesn't make really so much sense. So we need to have a Literate. Yes. A literate populace. Yes. And then that is when we can start having conversations that's going to push, make our leaders accountable. You know? Another thought would be, we keep talking and nothing is changing. Well, we keep talking, but I think that um, the talking that we have been doing has, has taken us from a particular point to where we are right now. Mm. And there's, there's, a, there's a higher level of awareness. Okay. Before now, I'm not sure young people were interested in the political discussions. After October 20. When you buy <laughs> when you buy newspaper, you just go to the back page and, and look out for sport news. Or just buy complete sport. But right now, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, political issues are top notch. Everybody's in there's, there's a high level of awareness. And I think that's also very important. Um Tobo is asking on Facebook, Mr. Larry, good day with our fact checking and investigation. There is no punishment for political leaders. We have the information, but we feel powerless. But the information is power. Well, um, we have had to fact check a few of them, and the publications are there. If you check on the cable website, okay. For instance, let me give you a very clear example. Yesterday, um, the governor of um, Kogi State, His Excellency Governor Yabili, was on <laughs> Channel Television. Show me strength. yesterday, and he said um, the trillions that were spent on nose masks. And sanitizers during the corona period should have will have been better used to pay us and, oh, and then the question is did we truly spend trillions of naira on those masks mask i don't think so how possible i i don't think so even if we did it for our health because people still wanted to be alive and then compare it to the asu matter as if they are uh, one as if they cannot they cannot pay asu and then people can still stay healthy so the point is that government office or public politicians are also offenders when it comes to fake news, when it comes to misinformation. That is the truth. <laughs> you know, recently, um, the spokesperson for a political party was saying on um, on TV that um, the late Danifah Waimi campaigned is in 2003 and then Facebook was pushing for him so hard. Just <laughs> like it's happening right now with the um with um, peter obi the candidate mr peter obi that's his, his popularity is just on social media and then we said ah, ah. when did facebook even <laughs> when was it founded <laughs> it was in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so those who you think are supposed to be very educated we all no you know education is almost different from literacy 
you know you know when your bias is in the, in the line mm. you are going to your education will not matter anymore hmm. if if you don't put her biases outside yeah and we start talking about what we need religious issues right now you might be you might be you might find it difficult to realize that ah, this mr fact checker is a professor or fact checker whatever he is he went to school now hmm. if your ethnic bias comes the in, unconscious you just, bias you just begin to my people my people hmm. you know our people so once you cannot take your biases your ethnic issues religious issues out of the line you cannot remain intelligent you cannot have healthy conversations and until we are able to do that we cannot hold office orders accountable if we don't hold them accountable we keep having fake news oh you, you. <laughs> um <laughs> nigeria will not get you a census one <laughs> it signals on it's 1.3 we're talking 2023 elections fake news fact checking how then it's it's seven months to go right um august september october november december january february yes seven months to go what should people begin to look out for because everybody's temper is up we have the obedience are not going anywhere articulators i don't know why they're silent the um bats too are also like no this is who they want and again nigeria is at the center how are people going to um take a firm stand and say this is what we want as a country because this you know there is going to be life-changing money that will be shared across life-changing money that is not see and 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 you know people have bills and responsibilities so they're caught up between collecting money voting this person and nigeria and then we want them to also fact check <laughs> if we allow we need to first of all be careful to ensure that um we don't due to misinformation put our country on fire okay we will be the one that will suffer it will be countryless there's a word like that <laughs> you know recently i was going through what happened again in rwanda mm. and nothing scares me a lot almost a million people about eight hundred thousand people died just imagine how big is Rwanda compared to Nigeria? That they lost that amount of people. children, women, women, men. And I think if you, if you go back in history, you realize that the radio, which is also you know the medium of the, of the media, played a huge role in that segregation of the Utis and Tutis in Rwanda. Yeah. You know, she's Igbo, she's Fulani. Anybody who steals is Fulani. Anybody who lies is a Christian. You don't get yeah. We need to be very careful. Because during election season in Africa, violence plays a major role. And that's why we need to ensure that the quality of our conversations are real. Let's take religious issues out of it. <laughs> Religion, which is the opium of society. You know, let's take this ethnic issue out of it. Um what we cannot have back constitutionally let's leave it for instance you mentioned your advocacy or your interest for a particular candidate is out of the yes. of the list you can't have him anymore those that we have there right now how can we see out <laughs> how can we see about those who are not for our interest 
So we have to be very careful. Don't What's the us, interest? Don't let us put Nigerian interests. Hmm. How are we going to grow our economy? How are we going to ensure that our country is secure? Yes. So it's very important. We have a role to play. This country must not go on fire. It won't. So we, so we should not use fake news mm. and ethnic issues, and propaganda religion. and religion to set our country on fire. This jackpot thing we are talking about, it's I'm not sure there's a country that will take almost 200 million people. No, people are still going to stay. So we are still going to be here. Alright, to answer the second question about money. Okay, you have all the money. You know, there was a time whereby we say, hey, it's not about what happens. No matter how much they sell a bag of rice, let me just work so hard that I can afford it. It's tiring working so hard. That narrative is faulty. Because now you can afford your rice. That is as an average. Let's say you make all the money you can afford it. The roads on your streets are bad. You are able to afford a Range Rover, so that when you are driving, <laughs> you know the cost of one jet box <laughs> will send you back. The potholes on your road mm. not even affected because your car is so strong. Mm. It can bounce the, the the hydraulics to ensure that it cancels out. Okay. But at this point in time, can you have your own Nigerian army? No. Who would secure you? No, no. So after all the money that you have. You got money from the from the articulator, from the batify, from everywhere. At the end of the day, security is a major challenge. You are in your own aircraft, where you are still afraid. Boom! You can't even go on the road. You can't travel. You can't go on the, the train. The climate is still there. God forbid this these guys move into the move the attack into the airspace. You know what that means. So yes. the money that we take from these politicians is not going to do us any good collectively. Mm. At the end of the day, with all the money in your bank account. You don't have a secure nation. What do you do? Okay, so again, security, economy, our education is it should be a major interest. Yes. Good. Um, I have nobody fact-checked all the vile offensive posts. I have two minutes to go. So how are we going to do this? <laughs> nobody fact-checked all the vile offensive posts, messages, and propaganda pre-2015. In fact, they were held as viable opposition. The so-called council culture by obedience is in response to all these characters who sell propagandas and lies in my Lagos. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name or why are you calling us quickly? My name is John. I'm calling from uh, Barrega. Okay. Go ahead. So my contribution is um, misinformation and disinformation has been as old as man. So even in the stock exchange market, out of war, people do it. So but the best way is to try to educate our people on how to easily spot this kind of um misinformation that goes on like for me personally um as a person what i do if oh, let's say you're giving it um i'm a i'm a i'm an ob supporter for example now so if you give me information about ob that he did this he did that <laughs> i try to tell myself yes i like this man but wait wait a minute is this true mm, before mm. i share that in fact i hardly share is it true i try to find out more before i lose it because i like him Mm. Then I just share everything I say about him. The same thing goes for, for example, somebody I don't like, and let's say candidate I don't, I don't want to mention him. <laughs> but it's a candidate I dislike. <laughs> I dislike you know, for example. So if you tell me something bad about that person, I want to pull back a little bit and say, oh, this information that I'm hearing, is it true? Could it be that they are trying to you know, say something negative so that people will dislike this person? So we have to be very careful um, as, a, as a person. So... Um, that's why I say we need to educate our people. You have to be very careful what we share, what we do, because this kind of information, disinformation, malinformation, and all this oh, stuff has been in existence before, man. I need to continue. Thank, thank you. you thank you so much. Um, um, on, on WhatsApp, I have good morning. I think there has to be a strong consequence 
people are made to face for originating or spreading fake news. This will go a long way. Nero from Lagos. Thank you so much. My time is done. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, um, I like the fact that people are educated, but I think we need to keep educating our people. Yes, okay then thank you so much larry <laughs> thank you thank you so much i'll come and look for you again um till we come your way again next week saturday quickly manuel sent me on error so let me quickly deliver it says um happy birthday and happy wedding anniversary to reverend dr fidelis ayemuba and pastor gladys ayemuba of the omega fire ministries oregon lagos courtesy eleanor morodion and the logistics department well 2023 elections is is coming um for all of you obedience articulators and uh and batified, yes, they even have a way of coining the Amari Batish. <laughs> However, it is for me and for all of us is Nigeria has to win first. Whoever win is okay. But remember we need a secure country, we need um a very good economic country. We can't keep spending from the money that we don't even have as a country because we're in debt. See, we come your way again next week, Saturday. Kyle, welcome back. Um, we'll have a conversation later. Um, create opportunities for people, and because people will be people, keep creating opportunities. Have a wonderful week, and God bless. with Emmanuel Odeyemi. This is The Corridors with Emmanuel Odeyemi. From the center of excellence. 91.3. Let's get talking.
You're listening to The Corridors with Emmanuel Odeyemi. All right, so good morning and welcome back to the studio. This is Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. The time is 11.01 and, uh, well, we will bring you a repeat broadcast of an interview we had on The Corridors. And uh, so with that, um, that's where we'll be ending today's broadcast. So uh, do take a listen to the repeat broadcast. Uh, let's form our opinions on it. Let's get back to us. Let's give some feedback. Let's see what is happening around us and uh, let's see how we could, uh, you know, with our opinion, move the nation forward one way or the other. It's been fun being with you from 6 a.m. till midday. And uh, I'd like to say thank you to everybody that calls, to the usual callers who haven't, whose voices I haven't heard in a while. Moses from Isolo. Um, Uche from Ikeja. I haven't heard you, your voice.